The chicken spot was mid. <clears throat> it was alright. That shit mad alright. You know it'd be hilarious when you finish your whole plate. You be like, it was straight. Yeah, like you, you. Um, I'm trying to think of the word. You devoured the entire plate. Yeah. And then once it was over, and you devoured that whole meal in, in four minutes. You were like, could have been better. Yeah, they could have had a little bit more seasoning on there. Everyone around you like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> You ate like you just got out of prison. Right, right, right. <clears throat> no, I do that. That's exactly how that was. Nah, facts, I do that. Um, Maybe I just eat. Nah. My friends will swear I eat slow. I don't eat slow around. Like, I don't eat slow with myself. It'll be with y'all. <laughs> your daddy never finishing your food. Dog, that'll only be <laughs> when I'm out with y'all and... I've kind of chalked it up to be like, I'm so much of a kid that I'll get lost in talking to everybody else and not finish my food, bro. We'll be there an hour, bro. I still got three chicken like chicken strips left. Yeah. Um, anywhere else? Nah. Four or five minutes, gone. Like, that's how I'm known in my family. <laughs> that's how you're known in the city. A eater. <laughs> Just an eater walking around the city? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, as an eater is crazy. No, nah, bro. No, not me. <laughs> Especially since, like, I'm not I'm not saying it can't be for both sexes. That's like a feat. Like, you normally hear that about a female. Right. Hearing that about just, like, a random male, like, just walking <laughs> around. I'm like, boy, that nigga eater. Yeah, sounds that sounds sick. Fucking crazy. It sounds sick. I ain't gonna lie. Leave me out of that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a part of that. Same. <clears throat> We're potters. <laughs> I'm a part of that clique, that committee. Yeah, 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 yeah. The podcast community. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Reddit backslash <laughs> podcasts. Um, are we ready to get to it, though? I'm ready. All right, man. It's episode 272 of the Rise and Grind podcast. I feel good. You feel good? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. You ready, man? I'm ready. It's about that time for us to. Yeah. What you know about going out? Head west, red legs, TVs all up in the headrest. Try and live it up. Rock jewel, bigger truck. Peace all glittered up. Stick a kid, nigga, what? Jig with a cut. Slip Chris, spit it up. Hoes rock, get your nut till I can't get it up. I'm a big man. Get this man room. I done hit everything from Cancun to Grand Tomb. Why you stand on the wall? Hand on your balls. Lighting up drugs. Always fighting in the club. I'm the reason they made the dress code. They figure out what and why when I'm in my fresh clothes. Dresses, I suppose, from my neck to my toes. Neck full of Gold, but guess in my rose, wreck shows, collect those uh-huh. extra O's. By the E, get a key to the Lex to hold. East, West, every state, come on, bury come the on. hate. Millions, the only Millions. thing we in the heavy to make. Put up in the ex friend, in the Lex or Benz. Let's begin. Bring the BS to an end. Come on. Bad, 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 bad boy. Yeah. You make me feel so good. Bad boy. You make me feel so good. Yeah. You know you make me feel so good. That's what we do. Bad, 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 bad come on. boy. I wouldn't change you if I could. Understand we be why Kiki sipping DP to the TV look greedy. Uh-huh. Little kids see me way out in DC with a Z3 chrome BBs. They wanna be me. Niggas talking shit, they ought to quit. Unfortunate, they don't see a fourth what I get. And those be the same ones walking while I whip. Just started seeing cars cause they auction it. So why you daydream? Mama say they gleam and I deal with hoes. It's episode 272 of the Rise and Grind podcast, man. 
Roderick. I'm Jakari, man. We're back in the fucking building. It's Monday. Yes, sir. Another episode, another week. We in a new month. Hold on, man. Hold on, man. It's spooky season. Scary hours. Yeah, man. You you got a got a half a bottle left of Gatorade. <laughs> Coach just sat you on the bench. Facts. You about to go back in in just a minute. It's fourth quarter. Facts. Or 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 if it's football season, you holding that shit in the air at this point. <laughs> the fall. Yeah, you got your fall in the air yeah, right now, man. Why do we do that? Hey, man, it's just it's a type of like energy momentum type thing. You is know that what I mean? Is that everywhere? Or is that just like a Texas? No, nah, that's universal. Okay, it's uh, universal. It's not universal because I don't know if they do that everywhere. <laughs> it's universal, man. Okay, when at least fourth, for the the NFL. Okay, when it's fourth, that makes it national. American football. Okay, <laughs> American that's, football. That's, that's what I was saying. <laughs> right, right, national. At least. <laughs> Everybody on the planet. <laughs> the ship, the galaxy, really, nigga. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> Not the city, but the world, Craig. <laughs> Bro, shut the fuck up. But in that moment in fourth quarter, like when it's starting, it feels like such the hard thing to do. But like when you look back, like it might be corny as shit. Like, what you mean? How? No, but like. Think about it like we're not at a football game, but like we can stare at everybody doing it right now. Looks weird. No, it don't. <laughs> it do look a little weird. I'm not Nothing's wrong with holding up four fingers. What does that indicate for you? I know it's still fourth quarter, <laughs> but like everybody know that. Like, what y'all niggas doing, man? <laughs> the, clock, the clock says it's, it. it's for the niggas who can't see the clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck ever, man? For the niggas that can't see the clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that one, it was just like, damn, we just got here. I wonder what quarters. Oh. We in the fourth, yep. baby. Yep. We in the fourth. Okay. I knew it. <laughs> okay. It's starting to make a little more sense now. Yeah, bro. <laughs> this is for blind, <laughs> deaf. <laughs> this, this, this is that kind of thing. Okay. Yep. Um, That's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. Or if somebody's completely deaf, they walk in the game. Hmm. Oh. It's fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, man. Oh. <laughs> what? All right, move on, move on. Move oh on. man, but nah, let's let's stay in that conversation. It's October second. Oh. Oh. As this episode is dropping now, man, we in the fourth quarter. How you feeling about this? Uh I feel all right about it being in the fourth quarter. I'm not gonna say I feel fantastic because this quarter has flown by or this year has flown by, and at that a lot of my goals have passed me by this year, and I don't like that. But I'm still here, still alive, so that means we still got time to to make things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not mad at this year. I'm not mad at this year. I won't say that. <clears throat> but I'm happy going into the fourth quarter. We still got business to handle the entire fourth quarter. So, um, And listeners, you still have business to handle the entire fourth quarter. Don't forget that. How about you? How you feel going in? Yeah, well, uh, kind of the same like you. You know, it's it's definitely more work that could have been done. You know, leading up to the tenth month of the year for myself, um, more things I could have put my head down on, and you know, really just went for it. And like you said, I know we still got three months left, so I am still gonna take advantage of it. But um, I just know, like in the past, I felt better than how I feel right now, being October two thousand twenty-three. I feel how you feel, but at the same time, I'm like. This it could have been 
a million times worse. <clears throat> Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm still grateful for everything that has happened this year. It has still been a great year. Mm -hmm. A lot of ups, a lot of positives, uh, positives this year for me. So kind of just feeling like you, man. But, um, you know, like I said, looking forward to the end of the year. I know the year is flying. But uh, it's the fourth quarter. It's the holidays. It's the fair. You know, it's football. Oh, it's baseball. Yeah, man. It's a lot going on, bro. So that also helps me feel better about this time of the year. Let's get into that because let's start with let's start with where it, where it starts. It's fall. Temperature drops. Um, it's football season. Do you plan on attending any football games this this yeah, year? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. If the opportunity presents itself, especially <clears throat> you know our. Alma mater, probably gonna have to slide back to that for at least one game. Nah, fuck sure. y'all, cause y'all flaked on me for homecoming. That's crazy, man. I, mean, I ain't, I ain't went to homecoming since I've been there. I mean, since we live. Have you really not? Probably no. I only go I, to the the rivalry game. I went to one, and I think it was the year we left. My ex bitch broke my heart. That yeah, I remember. I definitely wasn't there. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed Waka Flocka in the city, man. You did, but um. <clears throat> No nah, man, I gotta fade it one more time. And yeah. our rival game, of course, but yeah, I don't think yeah. that's until like November. Yeah, so I'll probably go to that one for sure because it'll probably be like a Thursday night. You think something like that? We went to that one last year. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, and the year before that, I think, to be honest. But um, outside of that, I mean, the, you know, we're in Texas. The DFW area is known for their high school football. So <clears throat> if it's a great game, like you know, Texas period, Duncanville. Cedar Hill, DeSoto, DeSoto. You know, we yes, may sir. you may catch us at one of them, especially if it's at the AT and T Stadium. You know, we like to slide through there and have a big suite on the yeah, high school. I fuck with a nice little Allen game. I ain't gonna lie. Have you been to an Allen game before? For sure. I mean, well, more recently. No, not recently. Yeah. They were they were a Trinity a Trinity rival for a, a moment. So yeah, we, I saw a lot of those when Colin Murray was there. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> no, nah, man, just to answer your question, I mean, like I said, if, if an opportunity presents itself, if the guy's like, you know, let's fade this all together, I'll slide. But right now, I just don't have too many on my schedule, particularly in uh, high school football. Um, okay. I was really saying that because the temperatures are getting lower. Um, this is this is the Halloween time. Absolutely. The the pumpkin, pumpkin patch time. Yep, yep. scary hours. <clears throat> Like you said, we're heading into the holidays, so right after that, you got Thanksgiving, and then you're mm -hmm. snowballing into the Christmas season. What the fuck? Holiday season. No, this is my favorite time of the year, but how the fuck did we get here this fast? I know, bro. Yeah, this year flew by. I can remember like us being here in the studio this time last year, like what we were discussing, the things that we were trying to get done, the goals that we had at that time, it felt like it was just like a few months ago. Like, what the fuck? You're absolutely right. What This year just slipped away. Mm -hmm. Damn it. <laughs> just like all those bitches from my past, man. <laughs> I knew that man. was coming. I knew oh, that was coming. Just right through my fingers, man. That one that got away, Just huh? right through my fingers. Man. The Susan Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> the one that got away, man. It's whatever, man. It happens to the best of us, bro. Fuck them. We, we ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know the intro to, to uh, Hendrix. Yeah. Never mind. I'm not going to sing it. I'm not going to sing it. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> sing it. How was your weekend? Weekend was good, bro. So like I mentioned on the last episode, this week was my pop's birthday, Wednesday, the 27th. He turned 54. 
sir. Got to give it up for that, man. That's a blessing. So last Sunday, we had like a little get-together celebration at the crib. Mm-hmm. I talked about that. But um, I wanted to still do something for him for his birthday. You know, so this weekend, we all linked up. Uh, Mom and dad, we went out to eat restaurant okay. called Walk-Ons. You been there before? I have been to Walk-Ons. Yeah, we went to the one in the Highlands. I know it's a few out here now. They um, they, they just put one out by where I stay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 You sure right, yep. But uh, we did that, bro, Saturday uh, evening, probably like around 2, 3 o'clock. Got some good food, you know, kick back, relax. After that, came back to the crib, uh, finished watching some college football. That's pretty much all I did Saturday. Uh, just was relaxing, being lazy, watching college football. I did not catch the fight. I'll let you get into that when you get more into your sure, week. For sure. Uh, but that was it, man. Hit the gym over the weekend like I always do. And then back in the studio ready for another week, another month. Like I said, feeling good, bro. But uh, how was your week? Tell us what's been going on. Um, so we left them on Thursday. Um, Friday, of course, it was music day. I didn't really tap into too much that day because I had work. <clears throat> when I got off, met up with some people. I was driving someone else's car, Corey. They were they were passenger seat, all that. Mm-hmm. But I was leaving my house. You know where I live. You know my road. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's a bumpy road. It's a nice road, but it's narrow, especially if there's okay. cars parked on the street. Right. So there's a car coming my way while I'm driving. You know, the polite thing is for somebody to slow down, pull over to the side while the next person goes through. Right, especially if you got the right of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm an assertive driver. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not an aggressive driver. I am an assertive driver. <clears throat> I wasn't stopping for that boy. <laughs> I was not stopping boss for that. Hog, boy. Me, I'm a boss hog. It's my man. street. Come man. on now. What the fuck? What's <laughs> <laughs> to the head? Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> don't try me. Bro tried me, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's driving by. He swipes my whole mirror. Swipes the whole mirror. Busts the entire glass on the mirror. Damn. But the thing is. I was on the side to where what he did only folded my mirror in. Okay. Whatever happened to his, he fucked that off. Like he might have broke his entire mirror. I didn't break my whole mirror or yeah. that their whole mirror. I the, the glass busted. Okay. You can go to AutoZone. That's a $15 fix if you got the nice super glue with you. Right. Um <clears throat> it was a little late that day. I was running around trying to find the exact mirror to it. Couldn't find it. So um had to retire that plan. And I had to pick it up a different day because they were like, you know, don't don't trip on it. So we move on to Saturday. Um, college football all day. I was watching college football all fucking Saturday. Um, Colorado. Boulder disappointed me a little bit again. I knew that was going to happen. though. I didn't know it was going to be that bad, but I knew they were going to lose. Um, day moves on. Watch more football. But we get to the evening. Canelo Alvarez versus Jamel Charlo. So if you guys know the other Charlo brother, um, he had the fight with Canelo, but got hurt, can't do it. Jamel stepped in. I'm going to fight him. <clears throat> Both of the Charlo brothers are the truth. Like They're not, they're not to be fucked around with. But Jamel holds um, the super middleweight championships or held the super weight championships in, in basically every, every um, weight class. <clears throat> no, his in his weight class, oh. he held it for like the WBA, the WBC, the IBF. That gotcha. like he was holding it in every single area, um, and he's not to be fucked around with. But when you fight in Canelo, it's just something completely different. That is pound for pound the best fighter 
in boxing right now. Like it's just it's it's not even matched with anything else. It's unparalleled. <clears throat> when they fought, you can just see the best of the best of Canelo come out. If you saw the last two fights from Canelo, you knew that he kind of looked like he was off of his his greatest of all time rocker. He needed to get back to where he needed to be. Mm-hmm. He said that he noticed that, like he realized he wasn't where he needed to be, but he took this entire training process to get back to the old Canelo. The old Canelo showed the fuck up. He really bullied the fuck out of Jamel Charlo for 12 entire rounds. It was There was a point where he was about to knock him out, and I don't know how Jamel escaped that. He just he just lasted. <clears throat> yeah, I, I saw him go to a knee in one round. I think that was nine. Is yeah. that the one you're talking about? Um, I can't remember what round it was, but the one that he went to his knee, yes, that's what it was because he he caught him with a right hook that was crazy, um, and it took him a second to fall, but it was like he just couldn't get his shit together. And after that, every single time Canelo would throw a punch um, for the rest of the, the round, Charlo had to grab him because he – you knew he wasn't together in the head. Like, if he kept punching him, he was going to take him out. So every time he tried to throw a punch, he grabbed him. So he wasn't able, like, he wasn't able to get a combo in. But um, he pretty much bullied him the entire entire fight. Um, however, I think I showed you. The, did you see the the footage from when Errol and Terrence Crawford were fighting when Jamel Charlo was talking shit to, to Terrence Crawford from the crowd? Yeah. Even though he lost, Jamel Charlo, when he caught the mic at the end of the fight, he called out Terrence Crawford. So he wants that right after that next Errol Spence fight. Yeah. <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, even before the Canelo fight, he had already came out and said that he wanted that one next regardless. He did. He did. So. Because that's not, yes, he fought Canelo, but that wasn't his fight. It was his brother's fight. And he went up like a crazy weight class, bro, to fight Canelo. Like, you, mm-hmm. don't, you don't see that happen often. Like, people would jump maybe like, you know, something. It was like a <clears throat> Canelo had like 12 pounds on him that he had to gain just to get up to his. Like, you don't see that. You maybe see like five pounds, you know, eight pounds. And he went up almost 15 pounds. That's tough. And you know, on the yeah, day, yeah. the day of, they're right back to their fucking regular yeah, That's no. crazy. That's shit, fucking crazy. Wow, bro. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a good card. It was a good fight. Love to see it. Um, Jamel Charlo didn't go out like a bitch. He held his own. That's all you can ask. Yeah, man. And he's really the truth, though. So, like, his his power and his punches just, they can't compare to Canelo. That Canelo. nigga hits so fucking hard, Corey. Like, every punch, you can see the sweat flying off niggas. Yep. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that was my Saturday night, Sunday. We're here to pod, man. Yeah, let me, He's like, let me just get up out of there. Let's get the fuck out of there, man. <laughs> <clears throat> Where are we at with it though? Are we, are we starting music? Yeah, man. This this episode is gonna be yeah, man. I bring, <laughs> bring out the big day heavy mine. music, man. Uh, but yeah, let's let's start with some albums that came out over the weekend. Some you know that we knew. Some were a surprise. Uh, starting with CMG, the label. They came out with their compilation tape called Gangsta Art Two Part Two. Did you hear any songs from this one, bro? No, no, I did not hear any songs from Gangsta Art Part Two. Or Gangstar 2. Which one is it? It's just two, but it's part two, whatever. You know, they came out with the part one last year in the summertime. But um, it's 18 songs in total, 21 with three 
music videos to add to that, but I haven't heard any songs on this. I mean, the Big Dog song with Sexy Rated Moneybag Yo is on here. I did hear one with Glorilla. Um, she made a, she sampled the cha-cha slide. It was just like a crazy. I didn't know this was coming crazy out. Crazy song, bro. But yeah, um, I don't have really too much to say about this one because I also didn't know it was coming out. Yeah, I didn't know this was coming out. There's some Mozzie on this. I'm definitely going to be listening to this. I'm looking at track 18, Behind Them Walls, Mozzie. Uh, 42 Doug, track 16, One Time. I'm going to be listening to that because I'm still uh, on that free 42 Doug shit. Let's see where else I'm yeah. at. He got another one by himself called Bay number six, 42 Doug. Okay, okay. I'm going to like track number 11. I'm sure Yo got a ESTG and Big 30. Yeah, I need to tap into this. I'm not going to lie. Yep, yep. There's there's some shit that I look like or that I'm I'm looking at and it looks like I'm definitely going to like it. Track four, Broad Day with Rich Homie Quan, Mozzie. Come on now. Yeah. Let me go ahead and add this right now. <laughs> and download it. Let's download it. Yeah. It's just the thing. When the first one came out last year, there was just a lot more momentum behind the artists on the label. You got to think Glorilla was just heating up with her run. Bag is always going to be on fire. They had just signed Mozzie. So I think it was just more surrounding them at that time compared to how it is this year. And even though he's not signed to that group, that's when finesse two times is running around crazy, and mm-hmm. and he's he's really heavy with that with that group. Yep, yep. Um, so all eyes were on CMG last year and the year before. It's not like they're not now, and everybody knows and recognizes their power and their their uh, their rap expertise. But it's just it's just died down a little bit. Yep. <clears throat> but I'm about to listen to this as soon as we as soon as we finish podding. So don't worry, guys. Moving on, Lil Wayne. We were talking last uh, last pod on Thursday about how the fix before the six was on the way. Kari said he was not excited at all. During pre-production, we were able to get a bit of a listen to basically every track. How are you feeling about the fix before the six, Kari? That's <clears throat> exactly how I expected it to sound. Oh, brother. Uh, no, Kari. What do you mean? <laughs> We fucking hate you, man. <laughs> it sounds exactly how I expected it to sound. You know, um, again, something that I'm not excited for. These songs didn't get me excited for the Carter Six. Um, I just didn't. I just don't think it was needed from Wayne, man. I, I, it's ten songs in total, so it's an easy listen. Thirty three minutes. Um, having listened to the songs in full, we were really just skimming through them. If we heard a nice little beat, we would stick with it longer. But if it was like another song where the verse wasn't really hidden from the start. You know, we were just trying to get through it really quick. So I haven't really dove deep into these songs. But what I have heard so far, I'm really not impressed. I will say I'm not super impressed. There's 10 tracks. We heard a, a bit of the 10 tracks. There were two that kind of stuck with me. That was track three, Slip, and track number eight, No New Bitches. But outside of that, I didn't really hear anything I would continue to listen to after this. Um, love Wayne. He's been killing everything except for the things that he put on this. <laughs> um, but it, it also kind of raises the question that if you're a legacy artist, like if you're a legend do you really need to put out mixtapes before the album? Like, Moneybag Yo just did that, but he hot as fuck right now. Like, he's really like that right now. Not to say Wayne isn't, but mm-hmm. 
he's not one of the young guys anymore. He could really just put out his album. Yeah, to answer your question, I'm going to say no. I don't think any artist needs to do this, not just talking about Wayne, if we're just talking about legends in general. Uh, I don't think it's needed, bro. It's just because even sticking with Wayne, Wayne came from a different mixtape era. His mixtapes that he used to put out in the past don't sound like this. This is just a comp. This is an EP. This is just a compilation yeah. of a whole bunch of different sounds. And Wayne just wanted to get some music out. So like, if he could go back to making the mixtapes, which made him famous, which made us love Wayne, of course I would always want him to do that. But like, that's dead. That's dead. That too. ain't what we doing today. You know what I say. mean? So like, it's it's hard. You just got to get in where you fit in. Which I said before. Like, I love how Wayne sounds right now as well, but. He just kind of going with the flow of how everybody else doing it at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So I hate to say that or I hate to feel that way about a legend, somebody who is respected as, you know, one of the greatest rappers we've ever had. It just is what it is, man. Damn, bro. I'm hating. Like, nah, you shitting on him. I ain't trying to, bro. I'm just being honest. You asked me a question, man. I just got to. Do you hate Lil Wayne? <laughs> nah, bro. I love Wayne. That's fucking crazy. I man. really do. Um, but but you're you're right in everything you said. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I don't like the project. There are, are two tracks, guys, that I've enjoyed from this. The two tracks that I enjoyed, I really enjoy, especially the track "Slip." Even though that's a there's a crazy chorus. I remember some about niggas and yeah, I'm just here for yourself. <laughs> just here for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for cutting me off. Yeah, bro. I was just like, please don't mention that. Okay. <laughs> um, but hey, check it out. The fix before the six. Are you excited for the Carter six now? No. Wait, don't ask me this no more. <laughs> Are you? I'm, I know. I was saying like we were gonna see after this project whether this got you hype. For the Carter Six. That's why I'm asking now. Are you hyped for the Carter Six? I'm not, sir. Well, it's on the way, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you better believe it. Yep. And these were these were fucking smoking. <laughs> and these were just the Lucy's. Ooh. Yeah. I need to go see what Twitter's saying about this. Probably shouldn't. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh let's move on though. Are we in the tracks? Yes, sir. Rick Ross and Meek Mill, they dropped a track called Shaq and Kobe. I haven't gotten into this yet. I heard it once. Uh, they they kind of teased it earlier in the week as well. I believe Monday, Tuesday, they kind of let us know it would be coming out. Uh, maybe a snippet went around, but um, it sounds okay, bro. It sounds like... It kind of sounds like mixtape Meek a little bit. You know what I mean? Nah, like I don't do that. Like Ross, Ross is going to always have his flow, his luxury rap. But this sounds like a, a Meek that's hungry. I heard a little hunger in Meek on this verse compared to what he's been putting out recently with the last album. I heard like Meek kind of go back to the roots. And I think it's just because he was with Ross. Ross intimidates niggas. When you hop on a song with Ross, you got to give your best. Either that or it's been a minute since he's had like a hit and true. he's hungry. True, true, true. No, I don't mean like hungry. Nah, for bro. Hit. Nah, chill. I know what you mean. <laughs> He ain't that hungry. <laughs> like Ross, that. Ross still cutting them checks over there. <laughs> nah, he not with MMG anymore. Uh, he not for real? Um, are we talking about Meek Mill? Yeah. Meek Mill hasn't been with MMG in a long time. Oh. Don't you remember he, he did that entire deal with 
Jay Z, that whole thing. Yeah, I thought that was kind of more just like on the legal side too, for yeah. when he was battling his cases and stuff. Nah, so, oh uh, well. I mean, they did say that we're gonna get a, a a possible joint album with this release. Yes, and this is the thing that with this, um, I was kind of surprised because I didn't know this whole click was that tight and cool again because right. the whole Meek Mill, Rick Ross, Wale thing dismantled that that dismantled and you didn't hear anything from any of them again until rick ross's album maybe two or three years ago when they had um maybach music four or was it maybach music five one of the two where they all hopped on the track and it was like oh my gosh mmg is back mm -hmm. but seeing this track and the news we'll talk about later no this was all surprising to me okay i didn't know they were this tight again i will say Again, I didn't know that Meek hadn't been on a label. That's my fault. Mm -hmm. uh, but agreeing with you, I was shocked at the connection as well because they haven't been hanging out. It ain't been, you know, Maybach Music, Double uh, MG, like really repping it like how they used to. You know what I mean? So I have noticed that. But then again, it's just like, why would y'all do this now? That was also another question that I had. Like, why didn't we get this when y'all were tight when y'all were both rocking and supporting the label why now that's what i don't get and i'm not asking you to answer that was just my question when i saw this i was just like why are they doing this now um no answer i don't yeah. have an answer yeah, yeah. An answer. but we will see man like i said the song is okay uh maybe we'll get more songs because again they did you know start the rumor that we Probably have an upcoming project with these two sometime soon, maybe this year, maybe next, but we'll see. And now that I'm looking at it, he might have still been distributed through MMG, but they hadn't been cool. He's still, um, it's MMG Atlantic. Okay. 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 Sorry, guys. I don't know shit about what I'm talking about. <laughs> don't listen to me anymore. Just kidding. Uh, where are we at with the next? Lil Yachty? Yes, sir. Lil Yachty dropped a new track. When he previewed it before, we thought it was a a little solo track. Mm -hmm. He's got a feature on it. Yep. None other than J. Cole. <laughs> this track is called The Secret Recipe. Jermaine. Um, Yachty was the secret recipe in this, right? Yep. Okay. It ended up being Cole for me. I ain't yeah, lie. yeah, facts, facts. The ironic part about it. Um, you are correct. Y Yachty is talking about, again, we've talked about the run that he's been on this year and the respect that he's gotten. So he was being funny and saying like, I'm the secret re recipe for you niggas. I've started this new sound. I've started this new wave. I'm just as important to this rap game as the people who y'all call the greats. Uh, but yeah, like you said, bro, snuck the feature with J. Cole at the end of the song. And when I tell you this nigga gave us a verse again. Yeah, yeah. That's just yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely incredible, bro. And he started some shit. What is, what, what is, he, what is he doing? What's J. Cole's problem? Bro, he back outside. I said this when he hopped on that shit back with Boss. Okay. Cole is back in his zone right now, bro. This is this is the fall off. I was about to say, I was like, <laughs> because it's time for him to fall off. <laughs> bro, yeah. What's that shit Kanye said when he left Twitter? I gotta go, I gotta go out with one more. What do you say? I gotta break the windows before I yeah, go let's, out. <laughs> let's break one more window before I before I leave. That's all like Cole that. doing right now, bro. He's just fucking up the rap game. Leaving this shit all in flames. <laughs> he just gonna disappear. What did he say 
in this track that got NBA Youngboy so mad because once this track dropped, uh-huh. within 24 hours, there was a new track out by NBA Youngboy and he was going crazy on, on J. Cole. Yeah. So again, the whole, man, this has been like two, three years now, but the whole start of the story, there was supposed to be a connection between these two, NBA Youngboy and J. Cole. There was supposed to be a, a meetup at the studio. NBA Youngboy supposedly, allegedly leaves Cole waiting at the studio for hours on hours, never shows up. They were supposed to do a song and a feature that never happened. There was, again, a FaceTime call allegedly between these two where they were supposed to link up again, do a song together, never happened. So now they starting to rap about it. So Cole has something to say about that FaceTime, alleged FaceTime call in the lyrics of this song. Yeah, he said, and I quote, (laughs) <laughs> Incoming call, press the button, the one that say accept. He FaceTimed to ask for a feature and saw the face of death. Mm. <sighs> that didn't sit too well with NBA young boy, Corey. And by didn't sit with him too well, it didn't sit with him well at all, Corey. He responded immediately. That nigga mad that I'm holding, that nigga mad that I'm chosen. He been doing his whole life and I passed that bitch up. Uh, you hating bitch, I see out you misleading them kids. When you ain't never had a fight in your life or had a fight with a nigga till you learn, ain't no more y'all got no more fight. Huh? You a bitch, nigga, and I mean that. You could kill me, I don't want to do you nothing. <laughs> Baby, cussing so hard. Why? Why? What is going on? Yeah, I don't, I don't know about this one. How were we even sure that that track and that verse was about NBA Youngboy? So I will say, and I wasn't even going to say this, but they have already, Dreamville Camp has already came out and said it's false. But at the same time, I still kind of think Cole was throwing a little shot at NBA there. It just... Who else could it have been right? That's what I'm saying. When you know the whole like beginning of the story and the timeline here, it makes sense. But again, I've never really known Cole to throw shots like this, you know at somebody, especially a younger artist, when all he's been trying to do as of late is, you know, give back to the game and put people on and shit like that. So it's a weird situation. But, um, again, they have confirmed. Dreamville Eve, they they confirmed themselves that that's not what that is. This is also coming off the heels of J. Cole putting out a hit record with the man he hates the most. Smart. There's still some anger in that. There, of course, if NBA Youngboy still wanted to do a song with J. Cole at the beginning of this year, and if he still wanted to do a song last year, and he reached out to J. Cole about it, now I'm not going to lie, Corey. If I'm NBA Youngboy, and I had like a time mishap, and I, I stated that to you that day I was supposed to be at the studio, and then we move on, and I've continuously asked you to redo that track, and then you go do a track with with Dirk. I'm I'm gonna be angry. I'm not gonna lie. Like, there were a lot of other features you could have done. Like everybody's everybody's knocking on your door, J Cole. Uh, not that not that all my life. Nah, Bakari, you got it. I know you got to think about it like that though. It's a hit. If your NBA young boy, everybody has asked J Cole for a feature. Everybody, not everybody gets one, but everybody has, has at least submitted their request for one. And the day they finally get one, it's like, ooh, oh my God, J. Cole, he's finally going to do it. <laughs> That's NBA Youngboy problem. It's just take a minute. 
He already got it though. And then there was just a because that all my life was different. No, 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 no. I'm saying NBA Young Boy already got it. There was just a discrepancy. And now you can't jump back in the booth, nigga. We been <laughs> had this player fought, nigga. It be all right, bro. It ain't no no beef there though. They'll connect, bro. NBA Young Boy and J Cole. Ain't no beef there, bro. Not for J Cole. Yeah, that's what I mean. When it's one sided, bro, it it never lasts. Man, be real. Young Boy gonna slap that nigga when he see him. Okay. No, I'm not gonna lie to you, Kari. <laughs> I love J. Cole, one of my favorite rappers of all time. That might be one of the most historic moments in hip-hop. You want to see bro get slapped? <laughs> no. It's just going to be fucking historic. Like, if <laughs> if they happen to run in, like, into each other on the street and <laughs> NBA Youngboy slapped the shit out of Jermaine Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga said historic. <laughs> that's going to go down in history like the Frank Ocean-Chris Brown fight. Facts. It's, it probably would be number one when we talking nigga moments. Absolutely. Be at the top of the list. Young boy sla- Imagine that yeah. that headline yeah, yeah. on all of the fucking blogs, Corey. Facts. NBA young boy slaps rap artist J. Cole at the BET Awards. That's nasty. <laughs> because look, look, this is the thing. You already know what happened if, if J. Cole tried to get back. What's that? <laughs> it's a sticker. It's a sticker. <laughs> Shit. Through the night when it be storm. What the fuck are we talking about? Um <clears throat> Are we ready to go on though? What else are we talking about here? Uh so we were just talking about Yachty and Cole, but uh yeah, we can move on. But again, bro, great song. Really Yachty, good song. Yachty again is just showing and proving like he he's here, man. He's here to stay. He's that guy. And um again, it's just the consistency is it's unmatched. Um this track has also been added to what is a new EP. By Lil Yachty. Um, every single time he drops a new track, he has a new EP name for it as he adds the next track into all the other songs he's dropped. So this one is called the Secret Recipe EP. Um, and that's coupled with Tesla, Slide, Solo Step and Creep Boy, and Strike, aka Holster. So check that out. Yep, yep. Ready to move on? Yeah, let's move on. Next song we had up, man, Lyrical Lemonade came out with a new one featuring Lil Dirk, Kid Cuddy's called Guitar in My Room. Yeah, song and video out. Man, Kari, I like this song. I really like this song. Kid Cuddy did exactly what he needed to do. And I've been hearing for the past year or two a whole lot of gangster, rap, drill, high energy Lil Dirk. It's been a minute since he's given us some of the slower Lil Durk music. Um, I'm trying to think of of the projects that, that kind of got us on that, like the Just Cause Y'all Waited, that that kind of stuff. Um, we got that there. The reason why I became a Durk fan is the type of music that was displayed on Guitar In My Room. That's the name of the song, Guitar In My Room. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Incredible track. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think the projects you were... Trying to remember where uh, Love Song for the Streets. Love Songs, yeah. And Sign to the Streets. I knew about Sign to the Streets. I just didn't know if I was saying the right thing with that one. But Love Songs, gotcha. yeah, Love Songs for the Streets. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, again, you know, Dirk touched more into that bag where, like you said, it's slower, it's melodic, um, it's it's more love. 
It's more pain. And again, myself, you know, starting out when Dirk really, really hit the scene around like 2018, early 2019 and on, um, that is, again, is what made me really like Dirk. It wasn't that street shit. It was when he really, like we said, loved songs for the streets. He jumped his relationship back. It was like gangster relationship shit. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, again, with this song, that's the bag that he jumped into. Cuddy was the perfect match on this one for me, for me because, of course, he comes in with that humming. But Cuddy, when he's on his R&B side, bro, some of the, the best shit he's ever put out. Of course. Absolutely. Because I've always wondered what it would be like if we had an R&B album from Cuddy or an R&B-ish type of album. Yep, yep. And then he dropped Intergalactic, and mm-hmm. we kind of got a feel of what that would be like. Right. And we also need that that strictly humming album from from Cuddy. <laughs> yeah, we need that. Like I, I might need that just to play while I'm about to go to sleep. <laughs> that nigga hums are um, angelic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gonna do the. <laughs> he would do with that album the same thing Justin Bieber wanted to do with Yummy. Hey, everybody, just play it real low on your phones. Sick. When you sleep. Sick, sick, sick. That song might have been fucking hypnotism. Just imagine like you. That Justin Bieber. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably. You don't want to wake up yummy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's nasty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's 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 not hip hop. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's disgusting. You right don't want to wake up yummy. <laughs> yummy. The fuck? Yeah. Who wakes up yummy? Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you don't want to wake up yummy, nigga. Facts. I got you. It makes sense now. Come, come on now. <clears throat> but out of all of the tracks we're gonna talk about this week, lyrical lemonade, little dirt kid cutty, uh, guitar in my room is my favorite. Check that track out. Check the video out as well. Um, yeah. Anything else about it, Corey? Nope, nope, that's it. Okay. That one was downloaded to the phone immediately, guys. Absolutely. Um, moving on. Ironically, we were just talking about Lil Durk. And before we talked about how NBA Youngboy might have some some things to say about J. Cole because right. of Lil Durk. Right. Let's talk about a new NBA Youngboy track, Corey. It's called Testimony. It's out now. So was that the song, right? Or is that a different song? Yeah, no, that's the that's song. That's the I one think. that you just played? I, I believe so. Okay. I haven't heard it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I haven't I heard know. it in full length. Same. I got on social media and I saw videos of NBA Youngboy slandering Nicole. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so um, not 100% sure, but I do think this is the same song. But yeah, this one came out over the weekend as well. Like we said, haven't heard the full thing. So again, bro, it's just it's another NBA Youngboy song. It sounds no different. Than the ones in the past, um, that's that's really it. No thoughts about this one. Okay. Um, let's move on. Lotto and Baby Drill. It's a party. Yep, yep. I don't know who Baby Drill is. I don't either. Um, I did find out though from this song that I believe he's from Atlanta. Oh, it's a it's a man. Yeah. Okay. From Atlanta, and this is where the connection with him and Lotto comes into fruition, but. Lotto, this is a sample from uh, Waka Flocka. It's a party, it's a party, it's a party. Okay. I haven't heard it. Yeah, yeah. It sounds nice. It's a drill. It's a drill song. Obviously, ba- Baby Drill, that's the type of music that he makes, duh. I would, I would imagine <laughs> I say. Baby Drill makes drill music. Yeah, so uh, she, she's drill, but it's Lotto, bro. Like, I'm just a, a huge fan. I say it all the time, but she really has a nice cadence with her lyrics and she can rap on any beat. Again, this being a drill song, she's rapping like a drill artist, but you wouldn't even know that that ain't even her original sound because she makes it sound like this is just what I do. 
it's a cool song. Not gonna be one that hits the charts like she's been doing recently, but it's one of those that you know you probably would hear on the radio waves more than anything. Okay. And I think it's just like a just just a little Lucy, bro. Let's just get this out there. You know, end of the summer type vibes. Uh, but it's a cool song. Do you have it downloaded? I don't. I right. don't. Does it have replay value for it you? It does have replay value, but I just it ain't a favorite for me. So I was just like, yeah, I probably like if it came on, I would probably skip it. Is it not a favorite because like does it have like ass shaking vibes? A little bit. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's just it ain't lot of sound. It's drill, like I said. It's something fun. You know what I mean? Like New York drill? A little bit. Nobody from New York in the track? I don't think so. Like I said, I think Baby Drill is from Atlanta. I could be wrong. Okay. But uh, but it's cool, though. It ain't bad at all. It just ain't one. Like I said, that I just like, bro, you got to hear it. Or I'm going to be playing over and over. Like, no, nah, it's not like that. I might I might have to check that out. For sure. So, guys, check that out. Lotto Baby Drill. It's a party. It's a party. It's a party. <laughs> shake your dress. Shake your dress. Shake your dress. Yeah. Shake your dress. 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 The fuck. Shout out Sexy Red, man. Uh, we got some tracks to mention though, or some music in general to mention. Okay. Tiger and YG they dropped an entire EP or a mixtape or an album, whatever you want to call it. It's called Hit Me When You Leave the Club. The playlist. Yeah, this is uh, one of those when you, when we ask each other, are you shocked that this came out? I am shocked. I, I will say I knew that they had a connection because they have put out music in the past before this year. But I'm like, where did this even come from? How did this even get started? Maybe just some California connection. <laughs> connection shit, right. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the only thing. And Tyga's not shy of putting out collab tapes. You remember the tapes he put out with Chris Brown back in the day? Yeah. Um, no. Tiger doesn't have you know like hit music for a solo album, so why not drop a collab? Makes sense. They do have a song that's um, hitting really hard as far as just like the charts, streaming. Those, the one with Wayne. Yeah, brand new. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe it's doing exactly like you said what they expecting it to do. Tiger again can't really carry a solo project as much these days by himself. Hop on something with YG, who's a hotter artist than he is, especially out there city. Get features, like we said, with Wayne. I think it's some other people on there. As yeah, well. Buster Rhymes, yep, Blast. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. But yeah, I'm probably not going to really listen to this one, too. I'll be honest with you. Don't really care to hear Tiger much. I love YG. Always will put out or always will listen to what he puts out, but I'm cool on that one. I, I might try it. Yeah. I just hate that they're introducing the album in 2023, and the first sentence in the bio says, Hits like Tiger's Rack City and YG's My Nigga. Guys. Like, bro, they got way more music. <laughs> we've, we've moved on from there. Yeah. And they both have hits bigger than that. Right. <laughs> they have hits bigger than that, guys. Um, but check it out. It's called Hit Me When You Leave the Club, the playlist. <clears throat> We still got some music to talk. Bia, she dropped an international deluxe of her album, Really Her. Okay. I didn't hear that album in full length, so I can't really tell you which ones are a part of the deluxe and which ones are a part of the actual album. But we don't talk certain rappers in here unless unless they're the truth. Bia's the truth. Check that out. Yeah, so I haven't heard the deluxe. The original, though, was very, very, very impressive, bro. Um uh, Bia, 
she is not from here, obviously, so there's a little accent on her. But I think, to me, that's why I like her voice so Absolutely. much. And that's why I like her raps, because they don't sound like anybody else in the game. Uh, but she's very talented, bro. If you haven't given her a chance, she has some quality rap music. I'm sure these songs on the deluxe, I think it's about two to three that she added on there. I'm sure they sound fire as well. All right, man. Yeah, check that out as well. I haven't heard that tape. <clears throat> Moving on, I think this is the last one we actually have to touch before we go into uh, a few newest things we've got. Cleo Soul went back to back, Kari. Man. She dropped a new album entitled Gold. Bro. This is just spinning off of the album she just dropped called Heaven. Right. That released on September the 15th. She's come back on September the 29th with another 10-track album, 42 Minutes, Gold. This one has a different kind of vibe, Carl. Okay. I'm going to let you take it because I haven't heard this one either. So go ahead. How you feeling? What is it? Um, This one still has calm beats. We already know how Cleo Soul is getting down. Like she is... She got to be one of those earth tone type of baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Um, she like the color brown. Yeah, man. Green and orange. Come on now. <laughs> I feel like inside of her house, there's a lot of plants and shit. Facts, facts. I feel like it's almost like her <laughs> ceiling Her ceiling has greenhouse type of- Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah her, she has open ceilings. Yeah, I was going to say waterfalls. Ah, okay, a okay. Lot of, uh, a lot of plants and shit, like you said, a lot of- Eucalyptus, you know, in the showers and shit. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. got wood flooring, but not regular wood flooring. It's kind of like the light skin wood when you go into one of those really nice workplaces. <laughs> Except the light skin wood. Yeah, yeah, it's the light skin wood. <laughs> you know, it's not cherry woods. None of that. We're not doing cherry right, wood. Right, right, right. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incense burning. Facts. And if she's not burning incense, that's because the babies are around, and she's got she's got a, a humidifier <laughs> with essential oils blowing yep, out that motherfucker. Yep, yep, yep. All right, <laughs> all, all right, right guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You follow me? <laughs> In the morning, she does her eggs like frittata. <laughs> yeah. Sunny side up. Come on now, guys. <laughs> the fuck? This right, is right. we're talking about Cleo Soul. Matter of fact, no yolk. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> egg white. Right. She do that. She, yeah, 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 egg white. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does the egg whites? Okay. Turkey bacon. <laughs> yeah. She might. She might do the impossible sausage. Facts, uh, facts. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know how she get down. Cleo Soul do the impossible sausage. Facts. She do coffee with oat milk. <laughs> can I get my coffee with oat milk? I'm sure you can, babe. <laughs> whatever you want. Whatever you want. Absolutely, man. Oh, that's funny, bro. Um, but this album, this album has beats and uh, vibes that are a little bit sexier. I'll say that. We're really? still on the same calm tip, but yeah, they're a little bit sexier. It's not, it's not rose in the dark, but we stepping up. All right, so look, let me ask you a question. It's crazy that you say that because what I was seeing, people were saying she sounded more gospel on this one. Do you agree on with gold? that? Yeah. Do you agree with that? Maybe on a couple of the tracks, Lost Angel, Life Will Be, but on Desire, things like that. No, she uh-huh. the beats, some of the beats on um, a rose in the dark, like. When I'm in your arms, as soon as you start that, she never I has know. to speak. Yeah. You could, that's a sexy beat. Like, and I don't know what it is about it. There are beats like that on this album. Okay. Um, I've heard it once, so give me time to spin it and spin it so I can hear more of the lyrical content so I can decipher, oh, maybe this is not sexy. But the beats are sexier. Facts. Okay. Um, gotcha. Yeah. No, the beats are sexier. <clears throat> now, why should be like, I gave my life to God. 
then I'm gonna have to go home and kill myself. <laughs> Cause you got it sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you got to pull that God of the woman shit out. <laughs> no, stop, bro. <laughs> you offensive people. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> they talking about not my God. <laughs> I know my God. I'm just kidding, man. Come on now. Ariana Grande said it first, guys. <laughs> right, 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 right. Just joking. Oh, that's funny. Um, is that the last piece of music that we had to talk? Yes. Check out Gold by Cleo Soul. She does it every time. She did it again. You can hear it in the music, man. Yeah. And it's like, they're not even the highest caliber and quality. It's not like she's grabbing the greatest producers ever for this. She's grabbing the person that works best with her. Like, it's homegrown. It's homegrown. Mm-hmm. It sounds homegrown. Her music sounds like... Look, she recording the house. Ah, yeah, the studio at the crib. Absolutely. She be holding the baby and shit while she's singing. <laughs> okay, mother. That's that's exactly what mother I know, was. that's what I'm that's what I'm yeah, thinking yeah, about. Yeah. Come on now. The album cover even give you that vibe like on the couch I made this at home with a little piano and a little, you know, USB mic or yeah, I probably yeah, use yeah, I probably yeah. use my iPhone. You know what I'm saying? Like it gives you it gives you that organic feel. I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 like Lauren Hill's second album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go on. <clears throat> let's start the news. We talked about uh, Shaq and Kobe. Oh shit! I said Shaq and Kobe. Let me rewind, Kari, because I don't know if you were a part of the conversation I had with the guys in the group message. Did you see that combo that we had? Maybe. Tell me about. Of course, I work at a school, guys. Oh yeah, yeah, I did. One of my students, shout out him, man. Um, he came up to me and he was like. Mr. Taylor, what do you think about the Dame Lillard trade to Milwaukee or whatever? And I'm like, like I feel like it's going to be, you know, they'll be just fine. Um, I was like, I wanted to see Dame go to Miami if he wanted to go anywhere. But I was mm-hmm. like, he'll be, he'll be fine with Giannis. And the kid replies to me. He's like, all right. This is like, this is like the new Shaq and Kobe. <laughs> I wanted to cuss in my head. I'm like, kid, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Instead, I was like, sir, what are you talking about right now? And I was like, you don't even know what Shaq and Kobe, like, you, you weren't. These kids were born in like 2006. So I was like, what? By the time you were born, the entire team was dismantled. Like, he was. And Shaq was on his way out of the league. Yeah, I was like, Shaq was, Shaq was playing for the Heat. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> he was like, no, man, I saw it. And I saw just more than highlights. It's like the same thing. The, he was like, it's virtually, essentially, they said one of those things, the same way like <laughs> when we talk, yeah, like when we talk about rap, it was as bad as saying sonically. Oh, okay. He was like, essentially, it's the exact same thing. <laughs> Shut the fucking fuck up. <laughs> trying to sound smarter than what he is. Does he have some truth to what he was saying, Corey, about- about Dame and Giannis uh, Antetokounmpo being the new Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant? Absolutely fucking not. Okay. Are you kidding me right now? We're talking about Shaq, the most dominant. Probably player. No, one of them I'm ever. Saying, like, literally, probably the most dominant player to ever touch the court. Especially if we're just talking from a center position. And then you pair him 
with one of the greatest players to ever touch a fucking basketball. He's in everybody's top five, probably top three, Kobe Bryant. Then we compare this to Giannis, somebody who was on his way to being a great, yes, and and then a guard who's been in the league 10 years and it's never seen a league conference final. <laughs> Yo, I love Dame. Stop fucking talking like that. These little niggas is doing this, Kari. We we've reached that point. Yeah, this is how we sounded to our parents telling them that Bron was better than Michael. Yeah, for sure. Maybe maybe I can get them now. I mean, we had a better argument. We're talking about we got LeBron. A, yes, we have a better argument, but like we weren't there to see it. Facts, and I we can have that discussion. I get it, but we're talking about Kobe, Shaq, Dame, and Giannis. There's no comparison. Get There's the fuck absolutely out of my no face. comparison. <laughs> like, stop talking. But like, Kari, maybe the thing is, in the heat of the moment, maybe Michael just did shit that was magician like to them. That was just like, oh my motherfucking god, this man is the. I'm like, oh my God. I mean, yeah. And again, LeBron has done it. That's why we've been able to have that same argument. So I'm not I'm not disagreeing. Like, yeah, when we were coming up and it was like, Bron is better than Jordan, bro, we had a real argument with that. Like, yeah, it could go back and forth. You could be upset. But it's like, nah, bro, this is LeBron James. Going to be one of the greatest artists, I mean, artists, athletes ever. The thing is, <laughs> no, but this Stop. is... This is- <laughs> him get a couple more albums under his belt. Stop, bro. <laughs> Let him produce a couple more albums. This nigga's like Diddy. Yeah, bro. Stop. But no, that's hilarious, man. I think I think kids <laughs> these days, you know, they have their favorites, they have their goats, and that's perfectly fine. It just be different conversations, bro. They, they like the game for different reasons. This was another topic more recently. A lot of these up-and-coming, like, Stars of the game, the hip hop. I mean, bro, I'm confusing music and sports. like. What are you talking about right now? The bro? high school athletes, bro, who are like nationally ranked. They say their favorite players be like Paul George and things like that, and people be thinking they crazy for saying that. But I'm like, think about the type of player that Paul George was when before we, he snapped his shit. Yes, but when we were in high school, when he was like nigga on the, the Pacers, bro. Oh my he god. Was, that nigga, he was, you know what I'm saying? Paul George on the Indiana Pacers yes. from 2000 and I'll say nine to to twelve. Yes, was a different nigga, a dog. One of the best players in the league, a dog, bro. A, amazing, amazing. Right. So when I hear kids like talk about like people who we wouldn't really have put it as our favorites, oh, I fuck with them. But for I'm that. like, I, I understand. I watched the the Indiana Pacers. Give the Miami Heat a run for their money every fucking year, and had that shit not happened to Paul George, they would have bested them at some point. But him hurting his knee dismantled. I mean, hurting his leg dismantled that entire team. Absolutely. Fuck, man, that was a good era. Mm-hmm. The East, the East had some competition at that point. Yep. Fuck, man. Dogs, bro. Can't believe that niggas really be saying Paul George is their favorite player. Favorite. Hell yeah. These and kids these days, bro. They need to not stop get that shit. <laughs> Chill, not get them, bro. No, they need to stop that shit, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't have said that back then. <laughs> nah, bro, I get them, though. I get them and shit. But, Carl, we wouldn't have said that shit back then. <laughs> yeah, fact. Imagine. But we still had everybody that we were growing up with in the game as well. Kari, no, but, like, I know what they mean and shit. <laughs> but if they were alive for Paul George to be great... 
And LeBron and Kobe was still in that league, and these niggas talking about Paul George, they favorite, bro. What are you watching? KD was Golden State years coming up. No, LeBron shitted on Paul George every year. He did, bro. What are we talking about? Paul George is your so, favorite player. So this new generation is just a bunch of losers. A bunch of sucker bitches. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of fucking bitches. Got some losers, huh? What the fuck? Chill out on them, bro. Let them have their favorites, man. Your people probably thought the same shit about you. I'm not going to lie. What? What? That I was a fucking loser? <laughs> that your favorite player was? Kobe? My favorite player was who, Kobe who fucking was your, Who was your favorite player before Kobe? My favorite player... My Well, growing up, my favorite player was always Kobe. Okay. But... um. Because you remember those fucking jerseys yeah, okay. as a kid. But give, give us some of those low-level players that were your favorite that would have had this conversation go a different way. Brandon Roy. <laughs> okay. That's Bra- a good one. Because Brandon Roy chipped that knee every goddamn season. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Until he had to leave. For sure. Uh, um, um, <laughs> I want to let you know, your pop's probably looking at Brandon Roy and calling his ass trash. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Especially uh, after the injury. Michael Finley. Okay. That's a good one. Rajah Bell. Let's see. Um, Mike Bibby. Okay. Solid. Chris Weber. Solid. Sacramento Kings, Chris Weber. Okay. You're not talking shit about my favorites back then. My favorites Rajah are like Bell for sure would have got some heat. Fuck you, nigga. Raj- <laughs> when Rajah Bell got, got the snapping from that three-point line, it was up there though, especially when he was with the Dallas Mavs and when he was with the Phoenix Suns yeah, when he went with, with, with Nash. Yeah, the Suns is my favorite, Rajah Bell. Oh my God. Yeah. NBA Live 03, Rajah Bell? No, Jason Kidd? I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, though. New Jersey know. Nets, Jason Kidd? Yeah, yeah. Come on now. Vince no, Carter. who was who some of yours? Uh, Jason Terry, of course. You know I'm always say that. That's a hidden one. Uh, yes, sir. Nick Van Axel. Oh, I was just about to say that shit because I forgot it. As soon as you said the first one, yep. I forgot about Nick Van Axel. So I'm going to re- just stick with them. I'm going to just Monte tell Ellis. a story about them. Nick Van Exel, of course, wore the long socks. Yes, right? he did. He played with the Lakers, but he had a stand with the Mavericks, right? So, this is my favorite player, bro. So, I'm like, I'm seeing this nigga with the long socks every night. My number. 31. What? No, oh, I thought he played 10. 10? Did, did, did Terry he... had 31, obviously. I don't know what Nick Van Exel. I think Nick Van Exel played three, 10. 10 or 3. Anyways, the long socks, bro, when I used to play Little League, I used to wear my socks long, right? It was 31. 31. Then Nick, Nick Van Exel gets shipped off, and then they bring in Jason Terry, bro. The exact same player. Yep. Literally, bro. Same number, same long socks, headband. I'm like, what the hell? So them two for sure would probably go down as like some of my all-time favorite. <clears throat> D-Rose, of course, is going to be my favorite player forever. Um, trying to think if I had like some other ones that I just and that's really, really, really That's like. a really crazy favorite player. I'm not going to lie to you. you Derrick Rose? Yeah. Really? You want to go there? What are we talking about? <laughs> Why is it a crazy? Uh, number one, because he also chipped his shit and never played the same ever again. True. Um, also, like that's that's like saying Grant Hill's your favorite player of all time. That's tough, though. It, it, Cause, is, cause, it, but it Grant, is, though. A little bit. It is just like it. A little bit. You're really being disrespectful, though, because no, Derrick Rose was an MVP. I'm being disrespectful to Grant Hill because Grant <laughs> Hill's that. not a fucking rapist. Okay. <laughs> you want to talk Kobe? Early no. 2000s? She lied, though. 
What about this situation? About Derrick Rose's? <laughs> no, 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 it no. It was never proven. Kari, Kari, stop what? that. Stop that, Kari. What? And anybody, and that's a, that's something we might have to deep dive one day, but, but Derrick Rose will never come on our show if we deep dive it. Hey, listen. For the people that never, ever, ever really knew about that scandal, just go dig deep into the Derrick Rose rape scandal. That one, he took a hit for it, but it, it all kind of went away. Kari, am I right or wrong on if that became high profile, it would have been the biggest one out of every single one? I played the fifth. If that shit would have been <laughs> real trial, like went to trial and shit, and he would have had to stand that, all of them niggas would have got the book thrown at them. Because when you pull like the the phone calls and shit, and the hey man, that is that is that is a grim situation. What's this guy's deal? <laughs> oh me? Oh why am I going there right now? <laughs> Cause he was talking shit about my favorite player, man. My fault. Um. Any more favorite players? Derrick Rose? I was just saying that was a wild favorite player. Fuck you, dog. That's it, though. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. Uh, where, where are we at with it next? <laughs> I don't even think we... Did we even get into what we were talking about? Really? We really didn't, though. Throughout all of the oh, yeah, NBA this talk... Was all Shaq and Kobe. Yeah, that's where it started. That was from. all Shaq and Kobe just to say <laughs> that Meek Mill and Rick Ross are releasing a collab album together. Yeah, yeah, we kind of talked about it earlier when, when we just mentioned the song. Yeah, we. Uh, but yeah, we didn't technically say it though. Facts, facts. Um, yeah, that's a thing. It's coming out. It's they're coming. they're back. There's a, there's a whole album coming out now. I like the sound of this though, because if there's anything, Rick Ross is gonna do what Rick Ross needs to do every single time. He, I have no doubt in him anytime he drops anything. This is going to put Meek Mill's career back in place where it needs to be. You will hope so. What, what, what do you mean by that? Because it's, I mean, it's still a collab type at the end of the day. So <clears throat> I know what you mean. Like this could put him back where it could set him up in a good spot to drop a solo. But he got he to gotta rap good. Him just being next to Rick Ross is not going to just do it. No, that's not what I meant. It Half of it is going to do it. But, yes, the rap is the other half. Okay. And if they can put together a hit, whether it's them two, or if we can get Drake, Ross, Meek on a hit for this tape, it's going to do exactly what it needs to do. Have you heard all them free? Why does Meek Mill just not release a freestyle mixtape? Because every single time he drops a freestyle, he murders it. This is like what I said earlier. I said it sound like he in that bag on this song. Okay. I thought you said mixtape, Meek Mill. I was saying like that That same same type of file. Right, right. That same type of flow and sound. That's kind of what he sounded like just on the song. Uh, But I get what you're saying, man. For me, like I was kind of mentioning earlier, agreeing with you, like the rap just got to be there. You know, the last album, Expensive Pain was okay it wasn't championships there's a little fall off here in sales and popularity being next to rick ross is going to help you gain that popularity back 
but we need you to rap good. Why you shitting on that nigga? Bro, like I'm that? giving no. These niggas need to know what it is, bro. I'm tired he of that funny, with funny shit. He, he failed he in sales. <laughs> he failed with the bitches. <laughs> he failed with the niggas. It was an expensive loss. How about that? Yikes! No, he did have billboards and shit all everywhere and all. Yep. Uh, he recouped, right? Who knows? I'm gonna be pocket watcher. I'll be pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Did that nigga recoup? <laughs> Y'all need to know. No, I'm just playing. But um, they didn't put a date or a time on this album, did they? Nah. Okay. So we shouldn't expect this before the year is over. This should be one of those ones we expect 2024. More than likely. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and I figured we'd be getting something from Rick Ross soon because I don't think he's dropped in the last two years, maybe. It's been a while. Yeah. 2020 or 21 was the last time he dropped, I believe. Meek Mill dropped, what, 21? I think that was 21. He dropped Expensive Pain. Yeah, maybe so. I think it was at the end of 21. That was me and Keese, we were playing that in the truck when I was moving from here. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Wow. Time flies, guys. Yeah, bro. You almost had that shit down to the day, October 1st, 2021. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, you can never forget when your friends help you move and you pay them in pizza. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing, nothing hurts more than moving two couches, a bar stool, a, a king size bed, and then at three p.m. your homeboy buying you some little Caesars and water bottles. <laughs> yeah. Little Caesars, <laughs> <crazy. laughs> don't fucking start card. <laughs> I mean, Kari laughing just because we've been through some hard days, and there's this fucking meme that that just been rolling around. <laughs> this says like when your broke ass gotta <laughs> gotta get a slice of little Caesar's pizza and a cup of water and go back to bed. It be like that, bro. <laughs> it be like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, bro. It be like that. Oh, my mama and them, boy. <laughs> I'm just laughing so hard because you have to think about how bad it sucks to only have Little Caesar's pizza and water. Man. But it's even funnier because that shit was so true at one point in my life. Facts, bro. That's all I'm <laughs> That hot and ready, bitch, for the sick song. I need that, boy. Hey, slices, we're going to make that shit spread. And a water cup. <laughs> hey, bro, no cap. Oh, my gosh, man. With water is nuts. <clears throat> no cap, bro. So, look, I'm going to paint a little story in a little shopping center where we grew up in the neighborhood. It's a little Caesars and a subway right next to each Absolutely. other. Absolutely. Yes. Nigga used to hit that hole for the water cup. So I would, <laughs> I would go to Little Caesars to get the pizza. Yes, sir. Go to Walk Subway into pool. Subway, get the water cup, and eat the pizza in the, in the Subway. Because you know you can't sit down in Little Caesars. And the thing is, like, our Subway ain't shit. They don't give a damn if you bring a, a Little Caesars pizza in yeah, there and eat tripping, it. Bro. Do you know how run down that Subway is now? It's the worst Subway I've ever <laughs> I've ever been to bro when I tell you know don't ever ever yeah, ever, yeah. ever 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 eat there bro like for real that shit is horrible yo if it wasn't such a good part of town like you would get robbed leaving there it's such a bad fucking subway and I wanna know how is it even still open like 
because again it is such in such a good neighborhood such a good area like how is that business still lasting dude this subway closes at like 5 p.m every day and even if you go in there at the beginning of the day they have no supplies. They don't be ordering nothing. Like, can I have turkey? And then be like, yeah, um, toast. We lost our toaster. <laughs> Let's fuck it. I'll just have a cold cut. Can I get lettuce? No lettuce. Can I have mustard? No mustard. Yep. Can I get ranch? No ranch. You be like, the toaster? I mean, we just sold that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Budget cut. <laughs> we we sold that sold. bitch on offer up. Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> that nigga said budget cuts. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious, man. Um, can I just get it microwave then? We don't have no electricity. <laughs> God damn. It's been running now. Oh, we got a generator in the back. Like, what the fuck, man? Man, for real. No, and y'all are laughing. I mean, we're laughing. It's it's really that bad. It's bad. It's it's really bad. I, when I when I'm I'm not lying when I say this, like if I have people visiting, whatever the case may be, like don't eat at that. I will tell you don't eat at this. Yeah. Like dead ass. If news came out and I found out there was a drug ring ran through there, I'd be like, oh, that's why. Why we knew that. Hello, man. Come on now. Shitting on them. It used to be amazing, though. My sister used to work there with her uh, subway smelling. (laughs) Came on smelling like Italian urban cheese. Get the fuck out of here, man. Wheat bread smelling. All right, let's move on. Lil Uzi Vert, he's next up in news. We already know that he's working on the Barter 16. <laughs> I hate it every time you say that. What's wrong, what's wrong with Barter 16? Because we're not at 16. We're at the Carter 6. Shit. Yeah, not being at 16, like I just said. But everything that little Uzi Vert do, he times 10 in that shit. You know what is I'm that saying? what this is? Yeah. Okay. Or, wait, what is it? Wait. Six times. You, nah, you, 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 you can't get from everything 6 to 16. Everything that he do is... It's multiplied <laughs> by two plus four. That's how that's how Uzi do that shit. Multiplied by two plus four. Okay, okay. The two four, really? you add that together at six because he a demon. <laughs> okay. Yup. And you get Kobe. And <laughs> he's saying you get Kobe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Um, and if you split it and you just take the two, you get Gianna. All righty. <laughs> <laughs> Question. Shout out, Gigi. <laughs> Question. Yeah. On a scale of zero to one hundred percent, how much do you believe this statement that we're getting this project? Um. Well, I didn't even announce it. I thought you said it. Nah, Lil Uzi Vert was on stage and he said, uh-huh. "Love is rage three. He said that um. He's heartbroken or he's in a, a sad mood or whatever. He said he only drops love is rage when he's sad. And that love is rage three is on the way. And then you're asking, do I believe him? Yep. How much do I believe him? No, I don't fucking believe him. Do I believe that that can be on the way? Absolutely. But um, soon, hell no. <laughs> um, there's no way this album is coming out anytime soon. Yeah. Just like I said a couple of pods ago, I don't know if that was on the pod or if it was during pre-production, but me and you were talking about it for sure. And I said, it took him... From the the time Eternal Take dropped all the way until 2023 for him to drop the pink tape. As soon as Eternal Take dropped in 2020, weeks later, I can say within six to eight weeks, he was talking and previewing shit from the pink tape. We didn't get that for another three years or almost three years. I I can't remember um, the exact month that whatever, whatever dropped. 
<clears throat> but if you're thinking about the same type of time scale, and he's he's a high caliber, he's an A-list artist. He's not just going to put out bullshit and have something drop year after year if it's not quality. He's going to take his time. He's already showed us that's what he's going to do. He's already working on the Barter 16. That might not come out for another three years. We're not getting another album on top of that in in another time span before that. If we're getting Barter 6 first, that's going to take a couple of years because his biggest project just came out four months ago, five months ago, something like that. We're going to get Barter 6 a couple of years, give it some more time after that, then you'll get Love is Rage 3. There's no way Love is Rage 3 is coming out this year. Don't get your hopes up, guys. Yeah. I'd love for it, though, because I haven't liked Lil Uzi music <clears throat> or Lil Uzi Vert music as much since like since Love is Rage 2. Love is Rage 2 and um, the mixtape that followed Eternal Take. The um, Lil Uzi Vert versus the world 2 or 3, whichever one that was. That was great. But album-wise, Love is Rage 2. That's that's my favorite one so far. <clears throat> Any Uzi thoughts, Corey? No, not at all. All right, man. Let's move on. Oh, finally, Corey. I believe 27 long years later, there's finally been an arrest made in connection to the death of Tupac Shakur. That's crazy to say <laughs> that we would we would be potting about who killed Tupac, right? And Tupac died before we were born. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a little bit, a little bit um shy of a year before we were born, but same same fucking thing. We were mm-hmm. we were not around for any Tupac moments. <clears throat> but year after year, the who shot you? The the I'm not talking about the song. I'm talking about the the ongoing crime cases, cold cases, TV shows, documentary series, biopics of who killed Tupac. It's just been going on forever and ever and ever. And at the exact same time, there have been a group of niggas that have been making interviews forever and ever and ever and ever Bragging that they killed Tupac, you know? And if you can remember, if you have any kind of knowledge on this, because everybody has at least a little bit of knowledge on it. It depends on how deep you've decided to go into it. Do you remember that Orlando Brown guy that they talked about that got into a fight with Tupac the night of his murder at the MGM Grand? That is the nephew of the man named Keefe D., the one who was just arrested this past this past week in connection with his murder. Um, do I think that guy that the Orlando Brown guy killed him? Maybe, but I don't. I don't think so. To be honest, I think it was the guy that they that they just arrested. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, going back to what you said, like as a kid, all of the stories, YouTube videos, documentaries, biopics, everything that we have been able to see up until this point, it always pointed these two. It leads back to those two for every time. It was either one or the two. So I'm with you as well. Like, I don't know who pulled the trigger, but they both know or both were there. Or Orlando's both know, dead. Had, had something to do with it, right? 
Um, so again, I think they do have maybe the guy, um, or at least the guy that's been running his mouth about it for the for last sure. almost 30 years. So, um, but again, bro, I mean, again, it's been 30 years. It's good to, you know, hopefully put, put this to bad, man. Put Close it to bed, chapter. bro. You know what I'm saying? A case closed for real. Like that, I like that. I wish at the same time, was, was here for this. Yeah. But at the same time, um, I mean, it's been 30 years, bro. Like, she I really see, don't. I really you know, if she was care. alive, her mo- his mother? Yeah. Again, I'm just saying I really don't. I don't care. You know who's going to care? Biggie's mom. Oh, yeah? It's going to touch Biggie's mother's heart. You know? Mr. Wallace. Because they don't know who the fuck killed Biggie. They ain't never going to get that name. Yeah, relax. What? You, what did you look at me like that for, Kari? Nothing, bro. You know who killed Biggie? I don't know. It's the same niggas that killed Tupac. And I don't mean Keefy D. <clears throat> you know, you know the, the guy that was arrested said that he was hired by Bad Boy now. Yeah, I don't know. That was one of the things that he said. I heard him say it. He said a lot of things though. Yeah. I, I believe heard him that, say. I believe that part though. I ain't gonna lie to you. I just have a promise tomorrow today. From the shot like Tim is Hardaway. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> did, what the fuck did you just do? Did you just pull a Kanye line out? Heard him say. I know the song. He's my favorite rapper of all time. Why did you use that right now? Because you said you heard him say. So I, so I rap heard him say. No, somebody from Setup give me a fucking Excedrin. <laughs> Now somebody back bring me a fucking BC powder. <laughs> In a water. I can't deal with this fucker. <laughs> In a water. What the fuck, man? Oh, man. Let's move on. Do we have anything else about... I'm glad this chapter's been closed. I will say that. Yeah, that's it, really. Um, Any murderers you feel like we need to get, Corey? No. Like rap murders that like they need to be solved? Doff all the way. I know they try to say they got guides and all that, but... Uh, that one for sure. Oh no, let's let's get into this before we finish that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to start this. Thing asked me a question. I know, but my mind moves it. a lot of places. Go ahead. This is coming off of the heels, Kari, of the federal like the federal agents raiding the the, the man Keefe D's home. And remember, they said they found a gun that resembled the same gun Tupac was killed with. Two months later, he's arrested. Kari, if, if if that gun was there, <laughs> he's got to be the stupidest motherfucker of all time, right? Yeah. This nigga couldn't even find a U-Haul storage to place this bitch at. You're home, nigga? <laughs> After 30 years, bro, you still toting that bitch? The, after that was all his of favorite these, piece he couldn't get rid of. It. I was just about to say, after all of these interviews and all the bragging and shit he did, I don't know why I wouldn't have suspect, like, suspected him to be the type of nigga... To still have that dirty ass, <laughs> rusty ass murder weapon. No, I shot Tupac with this bitch. <sighs> what he tell the homies when they get drunk? Every single time he pulled that bitch out every Friday night. Yep. I'll kill you with this bitch like I killed that nigga Pac. Talking too much. And and it was probably his nephew. <laughs> right. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Now I'm sorry. Because I didn't mean to interrupt, but I didn't want to forget that. And I also mm-hmm. didn't want to move too far past it to where it wasn't worth talking about. Mm-hmm. 
other rap murders you want to see solved for sure? Dolph, like I said, Biggie for sure. Um, they got to solve that Big L murder. Um, did they fully solve Jam Master Jay? They just, I was just arrested about the to nigga. Ask you that too, I swear. I think they just arrested the nigga like a couple years ago, right? Or the nigga just admitted to doing it, something like that. Nah, I, I admit to shooting Pac the first time. <laughs> that shit at Quad Studios. He was talking shit. He was talking shit in the elevator. He thought he was the shit. Yeah. No, yeah, he thought he was the shit. But the nigga killed him. That wasn't me. Yeah. That wasn't me. I was. I wished him the best after that. For sure. Yeah, bro. I got what I needed. <laughs> Put that nigga on notice. Yeah, like he don't test me outside the studio, nigga. Like I will shoot you. At that point, like I'm on some. I run New York type shit, bro. Mm. He walking through this bitch, shoulder swinging and shit, and he bumped me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nigga, say sorry for bumping me. He like, fuck you, nigga. I'm like, all right, bro. Don't spit on me, Pac. Like, so then I Damn. up, I up blick, Yeah. Hit him in his kneecaps. Now he talking shit. Ah, ah, <laughs> ah. I'm like, bro, Pac, bro. Like, you should have known what time it is. Like, I'm Roderick Taylor type shit. He ah, ah. Shut the fuck up, Pac. You gonna scream? The cops gonna go ah, ah. Pow, pow, pow. So I hit him with more of them motherfuckers, bro. Damn, bro. Come on now. He know about me. <laughs> he know about you. Nigga know sure. about me, and I'm like, nigga, ain't you going to jail soon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sending your ass fucked up. One hundred, one hundred. But the nigga that killed him, that wasn't me, bro. Yeah, I wasn't out for that on Tupac. I wasn't out to kill him. I liked his music. One hundred. I fuck. I'm. I, I said that to him when I shot him. I said, bro, why you made me do this? I'm a Tupac <laughs> fan. <laughs> that's how niggas sound when they be lying. <laughs> that's exactly. That's what. That's what I said to him. I said it to him yeah. right there. You almost sound like Soldier Story. Nah, my story when better than this. I shot Tupac, nigga. That wasn't Tupac. He shot. Mm. Little C's gonna come down the stairs. I'm like, nigga, shut your bitch ass <laughs> up, Little C's, bro. You get shot in this bitch too, bro. What you talking about Biggie, come down his fat ass with his hands up. <laughs> Get the fuck back in the elevator. <laughs> bro, I shoot you too. <laughs> yeah, nigga. He went his little scare ass back up that elevator, bro. Come on now. Oh man. You live a crazy life. Come on now, man. I'm just glad to know you, bro. You know. You don't know about them quad studio days. I don't. It was different. Man. Yeah, I don't. It was different. Mm-hmm. Man. The 90s were wild. Um, let's move on. <clears throat> Lizzo. <laughs> Yes, sir. Lizzo, Lizzo. She's been in the news because she's had a bunch of, you know, sexual harassment charges filed on her. Yep, yep. Back in the news again. Yeah, there was a lawsuit. I believe one lawsuit filed by three different women. Okay. And then two months after that or a month after that, something like that. We just talked about it a few weeks ago. There was another young lady that filed the exact same kind of lawsuit. So she has two lawsuits out right now. Mm -hmm. She's asked the judge to dismiss those cases. Just dismiss them. Just get rid of them. Huh? Dismiss them and dismiss those young ladies and their accusations along with it. Sheesh. As a supporter of the Me Too movement, Carl, I won't stand for it. <laughs> We're not going to silence those those victims' voices, you know. And I don't think the judge should stand with silencing victims' voices either. Yeah, I'm not too really keen on how you know court proceedings and things like that work. But just from the outside looking in, I don't think. These get dismissed. At Not all. that easy. Not no, at all. sir. No. Um, I was really just joking, guys, but I was I was just saying that because there's there's no way she gets these cases dismissed that easy. It's being rejected. She's she's going to, to court with that. Yeah. 
<clears throat> do you think she's she's actively trying to pursue a, a settlement? Right now, no. No, I mean with the with the victims. Yeah, I'm saying right now, no, I don't think. Oh, okay, yeah, not until not until the judge says, "Hey, nah, we're not." <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, that yeah, was the yeah. first thing. Yeah, because yeah. Lizzo went straight to the money first. Her lawyer was like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> "Wait a minute, now this we, is there's a there's a yeah, timeline. Might, we gotta, yeah, I might be able to get this off. Say, we gotta create something." But here. the moment the judge says no, <clears throat> then they are gonna settle. Or I, I would expect a settlement to come possibly at that time. Absolutely, if that. there is a settlement, not right. to say it would be taken, but right. We gonna we gonna start proposing them motherfuckers now. Like, for hey, sure. do we really have to go to court? For sure, just because of the damage control, whether or not she is innocent or guilty, um, for public figures, especially with a case that has this amount of magnitude, it is easier to settle. So I definitely will say that that's on the radar. I do say, if you're gonna ask me right now, what do I think the end looks like? I think a settlement is in the works at the end. And honestly, I, I think that's what's best because to be completely honest, I know I'm talking a lot of shit, guys. Lizzo should not have these charges, man. Lizzo shouldn't have these charges. Um, if we really dig into the nitty gritty of the charges. I mean, now the fat shaming, if she's really fat shaming these other women and she's fat, like they can definitely <laughs> lawsuit her if they want, if they felt that emotionally distressed over it. Of course. But... um. The stuff like making them touch sex workers. That's like, imagine if ladies were at a bachelorette party and a stripper came in and a lot of the girls were were screaming to one girl like, oh my God, touch his abs, touch his stomach. That's that kind of thing. They suing her for that. Relax. I'm, I'm, if, if there was some real sexual harassment and assault that went on, I'm sorry, um, and I, I retract my statement, but nigga, relax. Like if that's <laughs> if that's what we're suing people over, like her telling you to touch somebody like that was naked because y'all were at the strip club. Why did you go to the fucking strip club with her if you didn't expect to see her touch naked people? Um, yeah. But hey, if they bury her. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't the biggest Lizzo fan in the world anyway. That's that's my thing. Is what it is. So, but. Those are bogus lawsuits, but somebody somebody higher up drew that plan up because they're, they're trying to get Lizzo the fuck up out of here. You, she was about to buy NBC. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Corey, bro. Why does he come in with this shit, bro? <laughs> what, bro? You asked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit. She had her name in it. She had a name in the ring. She was finna buy BET. <laughs> That's what it was. She she was the one that swept Tyler Perry and them <laughs> oh, off the market. Okay, okay. She offered the three billion that they didn't have. So they behind this? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, Tyler, Tyler, I didn't know you had that in you. Whoa, he got that from Oprah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <Shiesty. laughs> All right, man. Um, but ultimately, I hope Lizzo's able to get her her shit back on track. I'm not gonna lie to you because I this is this is for me the same thing as what happened to the baby. They found they found the one little loophole that she did something wrong on paper, and we can get her the fuck out of here because of that. His wasn't on paper, but like we found the one little <laughs> ick that nope that doesn't that doesn't work right. We can sue her for that, and nobody can go against us for suing for this because it sounds disgusting if you really put it on paper. 
but it takes somebody to to spell it out the way I gave like a strip club example. Right. If you say it in a court matter, like in the court, it just it, it sounds terrible. It's not hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> This is not hip hop. Yeah, it's not hip hop. (laughs) But um, I don't have too much more to talk about. Do you have any more topics? I don't, man. All right, man. I think that really does it for us. That was episode 272 of the Rise and Grind podcast. It's been your boy, Roderick. I'm Jakari. All right, man. We'll see y'all on Thursday. Let's go.